Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is ESPN Radio. Mm, 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 mm. Colts fans are hoping for a good day. Now that Anthony Rich is going to be their quarterback starting two days to report the training camp. Thanks for joining us here on ESPN Radio as well as the ESPN app. Sirius XM Channel 80 and ESPNU. You got Jay Wins, Freddie Coleman with you this morning. Presented by Progressive Insurance. A lot of excitement about Anthony Richardson. The Colts are taking with the fourth pick of the draft. They got other draft picks as well. It's another new day for the Colts, especially Shane Steichen as their new head coach. Let's bring in Stephen Holder. Does a great job covering the Colts as an ESPN NFL Nation report. Hit him on Twitter at Holder Steven. So they've officially agreed to a deal, Stephen, with their quarterback, Anthony Richardson. I know they would love to start him day one, but how are they feeling about his potential progress in training camp right now, Stephen. Yeah, it's really going to be fascinating to watch him. I really think they are hoping that they have found the answer. Let me tell you, there is so much hope invested in Anthony Richardson. Whether he starts week one, we'll see. But do you know how many quarterback stories I've written in the last four (laughs) years, man? Let me tell you. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it has been exhausting. Got a little, okay? got a little, P, got a little PTSD there, Stephen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Listen, I know I'm not supposed to root. I know I'm a neutral observer. I really am. But I'm just gonna put it out there. I hope this kid works out. Okay. <laughs> Can we talk about how it needs to work out? Because look, as yes. somebody who watches the Colts a lot. My whole thought process around the summer has been, can this O-line please return to what they were in 2021? I mean, last year, 60 sacks allowed, third most pressures allowed, third most in the league. I mean, they gave the QB 2.3 seconds of time in the pocket, which is eighth worst. I mean, so like, what is Shane Steichen? What is his whole energy around this team now? And what is he doing to address that need for this franchise? I will give Shane Steichen some credit here. Well, first of all, let me back up. You you are 100% right on the offensive line. I think if you look at the Colts in previous years, now before last year, in the last several years, their offensive line was the strength of their team. Mm-hmm. And, and that sort of paved the way for Jonathan Taylor to play the way he did and, and then see him excel the way he did. Even he couldn't overcome that offensive line last year. So Shane Steichen, to circle back, he has really concentrated on accountability and, and really just kind of forcing guys to produce. I think there's an argument to be made that there were some veterans that maybe got comfortable. I don't know if mm. that's true on that offensive line, but, but they've got to perform. They're just as accountable or need to be just as accountable as anybody else. Now, what the Colts have not done is really gone out there and upgraded on the offensive line. They've pretty much stayed the same. Right. So they're rolling the dice and counting on the guys that they have, but, but the, the supporting cast, has to help this quarterback. It can't all be on him. Stephen Holder, ESPN NFL Nation Colts reporter. Hit him on Twitter. Holder Stephen joining Freddie Coleman and Jay Williams on ESPN Radio and ESPNU. Real quick, Jay Williams' wife is from the state of Indiana. So we know she's a Colts fan. So we know that's why he's watching the Colts. So, Stephen, he was trying to take your job by giving a breakdown of the offseason <laughs> Indianapolis Colts. No, what do you feel about no, that? Was Jay Will trying to break down and take your job as Colts reporter? Stephen, don't believe this, man. <laughs> Uh, well, listen, if, if that's the case, I'm not saying it is, but if that's the case, I'm going to have to step up because 
It sounds like he knows his stuff. So, yeah. so I, pre- I appreciate the heads up. <laughs> Let's just say, as much, Stephen, as much as I love my boy Jeff, Shatter- uh, Jeff Saturday, Shane Steichen is him. Like, I, I, I do think like nah, he is. just he like is. And, and, and please, can you give us some insight? Because you've been around him. I have not. I've only you know, I can only talk from stories I've heard from people that I think are uh, trustworthy, in my opinion, from what I yeah. you know, insight that I get football wise. But I heard his stature and I heard the way he goes about his business is very professional, but he has a way of connecting with people that is different. Yeah, I will tell you, look, I was. I was among those people who was, I, w- I wouldn't say skeptical, but just I, I didn't have a lot to go on. You know, mm-hmm. He's not a really known commodity, I would say. But, and, and frankly, I don't know how much of a, uh, I don't know what his leadership style is going to be and all that. We'll, we'll see. But, but one thing I will say is that he, there's a couple of things. Offensively, uh, people in the building have described this guy, as one source told me, they call him a mad scientist. Okay. okay, and in a league where where we know there has there are a lot of great offensive minds, and they're describing this guy as being on the level as some of the greatest offensive minds in the game. He's got to prove that, but that's how they think he can develop. They think he can be that kind of coach. Uh, and I would say there's a lot of confidence when you look at his track record at quarterback. Uh, he's done it going back to even Philip Rivers and, and kind of figuring things out with him, uh, Justin Herbert. Uh, certainly, uh, certainly last season or the last two seasons in Philadelphia with Jalen Hurts, and they're all different styles of quarterbacks. So, so he has some tools in his in his bag that he can break out, and and some some ideas. And I think he's got this quarterback here yeah. with Anthony Richardson with his tool bag and his arsenal. I think Shane Steichen has everything at his fingertips here if he can just get him on the right track. I, I think the future could be very bright. Stephen, hold the ESPN Info Nation Coach Reporter with Freddie Coleman and Jay Williams on ESPN Radio and ESPNU. You mentioned the quarterbacks, and we can't get away from that. How much of a quarterback battle, Stephen, do you think is actually going to be there with Anthony Richardson and Gardner Minshew? So I do think that Minshew has some advantage just because he knows the offense. And so Anthony Richardson is coming in and trying to learn it on the fly. However, what is interesting and I think noteworthy is that if you look at the OTAs and, and you, can, you can care or not care and put a lot of stock in it or not, right? But, but in the OTAs, I didn't think there was a ton of separation between the quarterbacks when I watched them. And that's the thing about Gardner Minshew. I mean, he can know the offense and he can understand how to, how to execute it, but, but he's got to perform at a high level, I think, to, to really supersede uh, the attributes that Anthony Richardson brings to the table. So a lot of those things that I talked about that Shane Steichen wants to do and will do, the things that he, he did so well uh, with Jalen Hurts, I don't think he can do those things with Gardner Minshew because he's not that type of quarterback. You don't have the dual threat nearly as much as you do with Anthony Richardson. So you're calling a different type of offensive game if you go with Gardner Minshew. The question really boils down for me to – can Anthony Richardson handle it? The, and I'm talking about the mental aspect of it, the <laughs> pressure, all those things associated with starting day one as a rookie quarterback, which are immense. Stephen Holder, ESPN NFL Nation Colts reporter, joining us here on ESPN Morning Radio. I'm Jay Williams alongside Freddie Coleman. Stephen, I, I have to talk to you about this because if, if I am Jonathan Taylor, I, I so want Anthony Richardson yeah. to be the quarterback. Please, like, give me more of a threat, <laughs> yeah. right? Uh, allow yeah. the, the 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 spacing to open up even more. 
What are, are what are you hearing around Jonathan Taylor? And obviously, the second round pick in the final year of his contract, coming off off season ankle surgery, uh, he's healing up in the in the right way. But well, you think they'll get a contract done with him? And all this conversation we're hearing around running backs and how they're devalued. It feels, excuse me, it feels really dicey right now mm-hmm. in terms of a deal or getting a deal done or not. Uh, I, I know that he definitely wants the deal and has been becoming more vocal about that. You know, if you go back to, I would say, April, uh, when players returned from their offseason and, and started the, the offseason workouts, Jonathan Taylor's viewpoint on the whole thing was, eh, no big deal. I signed a contract. If, if I get a deal, great. If not, it's fine. And ultimately, that was never really true <laughs> because by the time the offseason ended, I think at the end of the mini camp in June, uh, he put it all out there because he saw what was happening to his colleagues at the running back position. And by then, Jonathan Taylor was saying things like, yeah, you know, uh, I, I hope they step up because, you know, what's happening out there is not right. Mm-hmm. And I've, I've done a lot for this team and you hope to be rewarded and basically saying, hey, you know, you guys got to take care of me. And, and I do not sense that anything has changed since then. So today's a big day on my way right now. To, uh, to report day for the Colts. And I think Jonathan Taylor is front and center. Does he show up? Does he practice? Does, what does he have to say? All of those things. We'll get some answers here in the next couple hours. But I, I think, but back to your original point, Jonathan Taylor, or let me go back, Anthony Richardson doesn't succeed if he doesn't have those pieces around mm-hmm. him. And Jonathan Taylor is the biggest piece. Yeah, no doubt about that. Well, Stephen, we always appreciate the time, my friend. We're glad that you have a chance to avoid Jay Wims taking your job. Stop. Having PTSD, but writing about <laughs> quarterbacks. So save Charles, my friend. Enjoy the rest of the camp, okay? All right, Stephen. We'll be, All right, we'll guys. be paying attention. <laughs> All right, talk soon, guys. Great stuff by Stephen Holder, ESPN NFL Nation's Colt reporter. Hit him on Twitter, Freddy? Holder. Stephen, you broke it down nicely. Thank God, my guy. I was. I, I'm not trying to put people out of jobs. Not in these. You just not did. In these times. You just did. I said he should worry because the way you broke it down. Because <laughs> your wife, a native of the great state of Indiana, she's an IU grad, right? Indiana yes. University yes. grad. Longtime Colts fan. You've been able to have through osmosis. Look at more Colts games. Watching it with the honey. I'm just saying you broke it down nicely. I just wanted Stephen to make sure that in case something jumps off, he can be prepared. I mean, you're not lying. I mean, quarterback <laughs> season two. I need some Anthony Richardson in my life. Put it What's this up? way. I'll say this. If you were able to be around that whole thing in Philadelphia, Jalen Hurts, you got a clear idea how to coach that guy. You also got Gardner Minshew that was a quality backup playing for the Philadelphia Eagles last year. So no matter what happens with Anthony Richardson, you don't have to rush him out there because you got a backup potentially that knows the offense, that can get Anthony Richardson up to speed, but at the same time can be out there as a starting quarterback when it comes to Gardner Minshew, the backup in Indianapolis, at least for right now. But that's you know it goes back to that point, though, around – can your old line be what it was two years ago? Because yeah, if your yeah. old line wasn't yep. what it was two years ago, mm-hmm. then that allows guys like Anthony Richardson to actually process and, and have a better chance at hitting at a higher clip as it relates to his decision-making. Right. But if the old line is bad, I mean, we, we've seen this story before with Justin Fields, right, going back and forth with Andy Dalton, you know, what that was in Chicago. I mean, both guys are getting obliterated. So then you're running for your life. And then the conversation turns into, is he one of the best running quarterbacks? And it's like, well, my skill set obviously allows me to do it, but this is what I need to do right now to stay alive. Yeah. And by the way, if you're Quentin Nelson getting $20 million a year, the highest paid guard and the highest paid guard in the NFL, I need to see that Quentin Nelson that I saw two years ago. That was the best offensive lineman Agreed. in the league. Not best offensive guard. I'm talking about the best offensive lineman in the league. He was distancing himself from, from guys like Zach Martin of the Dallas Cowboys. 
He needs to return to that, to that dominance. That's well, all two years ago. Well, back to Stephen Holder's point, maybe guys are getting a little bit too comfortable. Well, you need somebody to shake it up. Well, Shane Steichen seems to be the kind of guy that if you want a comfort level, it, it ain't going to happen with him. Mm-hmm. He, he doesn't care what you did, what you didn't do. Everybody's going to be in that same line. What are you going to do for me right now? I finally get a chance to be the head coach of the NFL. I don't care. Hey, Quinn Nelson, you were a pro bowler back then. What can you do now? I got a guy believing in Anthony Richardson. I know I'm going to make sure that guy's ready. But if you're not ready, I'm not beholden to you. I'm not going to be beholden to you based on what you did do that you're not doing right now mm. with the Colts. We'll see. By the only 44 days the NFL season kicks off when the Kansas City Chiefs take on the Detroit Lions to get NFL season 2023. That's getting started. And the beginning of that season, Saquon Barkley is going to be the opening night for the New York Giants taking on the Dallas Cowboys. How much does his deal, even though it's only for one year and $11 million and $2 million in guaranteed money, how does that impact the running back market or does it? We'll dive into that next. He's Jay Williams and Freddie Coleman. Thanks for joining us this morning on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and ESPNU. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small, and when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about Electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus. Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. This is ESPN Radio. If I'm the Giants and I'm trying to work this out with Saquon, we agree on a one-year deal. Around 10 or $11 million. We're not going to franchise tag you in 2024, but we are going to put per game roster bonuses in your contract in order to make sure that you don't try to execute a hold in with a, a phantom injury. To me, that is the deal that I would put on the table if I'm the Giants, and that is the deal that Saquon Barkley would have to play under if he is intent on making sure that he is a true free agent, not able to be tagged in 2024. So hold on a second. What did Chris Canty know that 24 hours later came to fruition when it comes to Saquon Barkley getting that deal from the Giants? Because he said that yesterday on ESPN Radio. 
Jay Wins, Freddie Coleman together. Thanks for joining us on the ESPN app. Series X and Channel 80. Don't forget about us on TuneIn and tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio, ESPNU. I know Chris Canty knows his stuff. You, you, you ACC guys, I just bow to you guys. Chris Canty went to Virginia. You're a dude grad. You guys understand the business when it comes to NFL, NBA contracts, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But, but he said that not even 24 hours ago that if he was Saquon Barkley, this is what I would do. And 24 hours later, it seemed that word for word, that's exactly what happened. Can we hear it again? Yeah, let's hear that again. Let's hear Chris Canty yesterday on ESPN Radio. If I'm the Giants and I'm trying to work this out with Saquon, we agree on a one-year deal around 10 or $11 million. We're not going to franchise tag you in 2024, but we are going to put per-game roster bonuses in your contract in order to make sure that you don't try to execute a hold-in with a, a phantom injury. To me, that is the deal that I would put on the table if I'm the Giants, and that is the deal that Saquon Barkley would have to play under if he is intent on making sure that he is a true free agent not able to be tagged in 2024. So, according to Adam Schefter, ESPN NFL insider, here's the update on the compensation involving Saquon Barkley and the one-year deal with the New York Giants. Worth $10.1 million fully guaranteed, including a $2 million upfront signing bonus. The deal also includes $1 million of incentives with an equal amount paid for 1,300 rushing yards, 11 touchdowns, and 65 receptions. Adam Schefter also went on to say, while Saquon Barkley did get $1 million worth of incentives added to his deal, he did not get a no-franchise-tag clause. That means the New York Giants can tag him again after this season. Mm. That's according to what sources told Adam Schefter, ESPN NFL Insider, with this compensation update. So you're stuck. Wow. He is stuck. You're stuck. He is stuck. Like, there's nothing you can really do about it. No. I mean, Not at all. Look, I mean, the, the I mean, 1,300 rushing guards, 11 TD, 65 receptions. It's um, it is where it is. Mm-hmm. Obviously, going back to what Saquon's you know, tweet was, but I think you incentivize him. I mean, and unfortunately, <laughs> I, I, there's a part of me who wants to say, hey, if Saquon he got his second agent in yeah. order to help with this deal, like can we get a third agent to help with the no tag clause going into next year? Right, I would have fought for that. I wonder yeah. how much they fought for that. Yeah, well, apparently they fought for it and lost that battle. It was a a, a technical knockout. Winner Giants against Saquon Barkley, who is going to be there, but is going to be there under their terms. Let's bring in Jordan Renat, ESPN NFL Nation Giants reporter. He joins us now to talk about Saquon Barkley and the New York Giants agreeing to a deal. Hey, Jordan, we laid out those terms. $10.1 million in fully guaranteed money, $2 million signing bonus, but the deal includes $1 million of incentives with an equal amount paid for 1,300, yard, 1300 yards rushing, 11 touchdowns, and 65 catches. What are your thoughts on that? Well, those numbers are exactly basically what he did last year. So he has to be, uh, hit the numbers that he did last year, which, you know, uh, that was a career high, by the way, in rushing. Exactly. Uh, to to get those incentives. So that is not easy at all. If he misses two games, one or two games, that, those are hard numbers to, to hit. So it's not even that easy to get those incentives, which makes you think, well, what did he really get here? And he got $2 million up front with a chance to make $900,000 more and no tag. It, what it says to me is that Saquon Barkley just wanted to be here, right? It was important for him to be here. He's already in the building. He's been there for at least an hour. I don't know what time he showed up, but you know, before 8 o'clock, he's in the building. 
on the first day of training camp. And we've talked about this before. It's a guy who is very protective of his image. Uh, he prides himself on being a team first guy, wanting to win, and, you know, being, he wants to be the best player to ever play the game. And so that was important to him. He knew the situation, I guess, that he was in. And he said, you know what? Let's just make it happen and make sure that I'm there. We don't want to derail this season. We don't want to have it be a, you know, a drama filled season. Let's just go, let's just go do it, get the best we can now and move forward. So Jordan, how do you, how do you mend that relationship over the next year? Like, how do you, I mean, granted, you can just tag him again moving forward, but like, how do you still work on that? Yeah. Yeah. That's a tough one. I mean, Mm -hmm. no matter what they say, I think Saquon knows in the back of the mind, how they view him right in regards to his worth, I guess, you know, I don't know how you guys operate, but the way, and I'm pretty sure I know Saquon is like literally one of the most competitive persons you'll ever, you'll ever meet, including like, you know, shooting paper in a garbage can. Like <laughs> yes, I saw that in the golf course. crazy yes. competitive. Yeah. He's super competitive at everything. Like I, I can't even explain it quickly at how competitive he is. He knows like he's going to want to show them like, you know, I think that'll be part of his motivation. You know, look at me. I told you I'm worth X amount. Like I told you. So I think that'll actually work to his favor. As far as mending the relationship, I think they're, the way that it's done, Jay, you could speak of this and you've, worked, you've, you've been in organizations before. Brian Dayball kind of is the football guy, and he, was, he tries to stay hands-off when it comes to the negotiations part, right, because coaches never really want to get involved in that. It's really Joe Shane, right? And I'm not sure there's a way for that to be totally patched up unless he came back with an offer that made Saquon happy. So then, Jordan, if he let's say he has another breakout season, right, and he hits mm-hmm. those same numbers, he gets all those incentives. I mean, realistically, if if you are being a practical GM, you just tag him again, right? Like it's regardless of whether he likes it or not. Correct. Yeah. So let let me tell you let me tell you this conversation. So you know when this stuff was all going on. I get texts from friends I have all around the league, right? Uh-huh. And as one executive was telling me, he's like, man, Saquon is so stuck. If he comes out yep. and has a great year, right, exactly. mm-hmm. and does what he did last year, carries the ball 300-plus times, you know, puts up big numbers, his value isn't even going to go up. As a matter of fact, this executive said, it's going to go down because that's another year older. He's 27 with more miles on his body. So there really is no win for him now, right? There's nothing that he's going to be able to do that puts him in a better position to make more money, essentially, because the miles almost count more than anything he puts on the field and on tape. Everyone already knows he's a a top (laughs) player, right? But it's a matter of value and position. And, yeah, now the Giants have this tag. Their opinion – isn't going to drastically change. Oh wait, now we should give him, right. you know, whatever you know what he was asking for. That's that you have to be realistic. That's just not going to happen. 
he's he's in a tough spot again as we move forward next year, likely as well. The only position in sports where the more productive you are, the more they use it against you. That is the running back position in the National Football League. Freddie, though, let me say this. You right. know what? You know what will help the running back position more than anything. They have this conference, this and that. Right. People are talking about they need to have some rules. One of these guys needs to win. All those guys in the call together. Zero Super Bowl appearances. Zero victory, zero Super Bowl victories. Mm-hmm. One of these guys needs to win so that they can prove to general managers you can pay a running back and still build a Super Bowl winning roster. Great and that, until that happens, point, yeah. they're not going to want to pay a running back. Yeah. So, hey, Christian McCaffrey, he has the best chance, right? Mm-hmm. Sign your shoulders, bud. Let's go. <laughs> Christian McCaffrey. That's what they should be saying. Yeah, right. Christian McCaffrey right. carrying the water for a running back position. I don't think he wants that kind of Spider-Man responsibility that Jordan would not. He already is. He already is. He got paid. Yes, he did. Imagine sitting in the call. He's sitting in the call yesterday. And they're like, we can't get paid. We can't get paid. And he's sitting there thinking, I got my oh, money. I got paid over here. <laughs> you know <what> <laughs> he was awful quiet at that Zoom meeting if he was a part of that. Exactly. <laughs> he's the guy with his video off in the back. He's <laughs> no question. <laughs> Great stuff, Jordan, man. Thanks a lot for the update. I appreciate you, my friend. <laughs> you got it, guys. Have a good show. All right, Jordan, Jordan. Ru- Jordan Renan, ESPN, like, NFL Nation, Giants report. He's right, though. Chris McGarry's like, mm-hmm. Christian, mm-hmm. Why, why is your video and your, your video's off and you're a mute? Um, Bad connection. <laughs> let, me, let, me, let, me, let me call you. Let me boot up again. Yeah, Chris McGarry's like, I'll, I'm over here. I, I got a good position. Mm-hmm. We, you, everybody else has to figure that out. We're going to dive into the Saquon deal that stayed with the New York Giants at least for one year, and how does it impact the running back market, excuse me, plus your calls at 888-729-3776. We'll get to all that this morning in ESPN Radio. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really... Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This is ESPN Radio. So, uh huh, Freddie, while playing golf with, with Saquon, right. while I lost a lot of money down the stretch, okay, but I won a lot of money earlier. There you go. Um, Win-win all around. I guess, but not really, because I'm play- just as competitive as he is. Yeah, but you're playing golf with Saquon Barkley at a benefit. How's that a lose situation? Well, because I'd much rather win all the money and then have him know that his place is beneath me on the golf course. Oh, so you're just greedy. I like it. One thousand percent. Are we? I mean, isn't he greedy now? Going for sixteen million dollars a year? We're talking about Christian McCaffrey having his Zoom (laughs) conference (laughs) off and then on mute on the running back conference here. Okay. I mean, we're all greedy. Everybody wants their money because greed, well, all intents and purposes, is good. But it's like when we had Jordan Renan on the show last segment, and we were talking about it. The first thing I said, I was like, he's stuck. 
And as much as I hate that, yeah. from the player perspective, it's not a lie. From the franchise perspective, you love that. You love that. You're incentivizing somebody by saying, yep. here are the marks that you need to go hit. Here it is for the extra million-dollar bonus, 1,300 yards, mm-hmm. 11 touchdowns, yep. 65 receptions, right? Mm-hmm. Which are all the numbers he hits last year, which were career-high numbers. Right. Pretty much. More so than likely, he's not going to hit those numbers gonna again. He's not going to hit that million dollars. And then even if he does have an incredible season, we still have leverage because we can still say, well, now you're going to be 27-28. Yeah. It's another year of wear and tear. And now we still can tag you for another year. Yep. And don't think they won't either. You're stuck. Don't think they like that won't. is the new running back position by saying, even if you have an explosive year, even if you were yep. to win a Super Bowl, mm-hmm. you're still stuck. Yeah, wow. you can still say, "Well, I'm a Super Bowl champion. I got 1,600 yards. I got 70. I you know I got 50 receptions yep. or 70 receptions. And you know what I they got get you 14 touchdowns. They get you a polite golf clap from every owner of the National Football League. Thank you so much for your services, mm-hmm. and we won a Super Bowl, and now. Mm-hmm. The, the probability or odds of you doing it again yep. have decreased. Yep, and they will continue to based on the not the perception of the reality when it comes to NFL running backs trying to make their money and get a long-term deal. He's Jay Wims. I'm Freddie Coleman. Thanks for joining us this morning at ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius and Channel 80, and also ESPNU. You're going to hear the term easy give regarding this deal by Saquon Bark with the New York Giants, but we know you want to weigh in at 888-729-3660. Three seven seven six. Excuse me, Nick in London, my friend. What you got to say, Nick? Are you there? Go look ahead, Nick. here, man. You boys had me on hold. Yeah, look here, man. You boys had me on hold so long. Now I got a hold out. Wait, Nick. Where, where's the British accent? Where's the British accent? I was looking forward to hearing the British accent. Hey, man. Uh, I'm, I'm an expat, brother. Okay, I'm an expat. Okay, okay. L- listen, here, here's the now. Now I got to talk really fast because it's expensive. Yeah, I get it. Now here's uh, and we appreciate here's, here's, the, here's the problem. I love me some Saquon, right? But here's the problem. If I ask you last year's Super Bowl, who were the quarterbacks, of course, who were the wide receivers, who were the tight ends, who were the running backs? You got to go look that up. Think about like the last 10 Super Bowls. Can you think me one even Pro Bowl running back? Right? So point. if you're an NFL team, and no way you're paying, right? Because, I mean, history, forget the wear and tear, right? History has proven you don't need a star at that position to win, right? So why are you going to pay a star at that position? Nick in London, number one, thank you for the call. Although I think he was on hold so long, probably lost his London accent, even though he's an expat. Number two, <laughs> you're not lying because it goes back to Andrew Brandt, who used to work at ESPN. Now he's the executive director at Villanova. He knows about the business of sports. He's got a great business of sports podcast. He said the Giants deal with Saquon Barkley is such an easy give. They add incentives and pay $2 million to $10 million salary a couple of months earlier than scheduled. Continuing that theme, the running back market is so depressed that these little crumbs are somehow considered a good deal for Saquon Barkley. He's exactly spot on to back up Nick's point in London because that's where this is now, and it's going to be that way. And Saquon Barkley said, am I willing to risk being out for a year? Am I going to pull a Le'Veon Bell and think that's going to serve me well? He saw how it didn't serve Le'Veon Bell well. And Le'Veon Bell went on record a couple of weeks ago, Jay, and apologized to Pittsburgh Steelers fans for employing that strategy that completely blew up in his face and backfired. Saquon Barkley's like, look, I know what this deal is. I know it's not the best deal for me, but I'm not willing to risk A, not getting paid, 
B, not being there, and C, reducing whatever value I still have by sitting out a game, two games, or even a year in 2023. So now from New York to Las Vegas, let's go from Saquon Barkley out to Josh Jacobs, who leaves Las Vegas, doesn't plan to return anytime soon. Mm -hmm. Is he going to pull Le'Veon Bell? Is he going to sit out a full year? And by the way... Where does Josh McDaniels come from? I mean, what 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 side does he come from with the well, Pats well, and running back by committee? Well, we know they don't like the Patriots have done it, right? Yeah, so they don't like, like the if people. it's that same strategy, then that that works against a guy like Josh Jacobs. That's completely fair. It works against anybody, anybody in, in, at that position in the National Football League. They have let it like like we mentioned. You and I talked about this. They have literally told you the more productive you are, it doesn't mean squat to us. Not at that position. That means you're getting older, and your effectiveness is going to get less and less and less and less and less. That's what they told people. Mike in Minnesota, my friend, what you got to say about Saquon Barkley getting that deal from the Giants? Hey, good morning, guys. Thanks morning. for taking my call. Sure. Got a qu- couple questions. I think, you know, first of all, Canty brought up a good point about, uh, you know, the, the bonuses for for Saquon. Are there any guarantees of how many touches he can get a game to it really ensure that he has that opportunity to earn that money? And secondly, you know, I think we're in year three of a collective bargaining agreement. Didn't anybody recognize this hmm. when they were negotiating the, the collective bargaining agreement, that this could be a potential issue, not just for running backs, but for any position? To answer the second part of your question, I mean, these are the give and takes that exist in the world of negotiating a CBA. You get only a certain amount before, then all of a sudden they say, okay, doors are closed. Yeah. That's what you get. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and then there's certain things you get to put on the shelf to say, we don't like it, but it is what it is, right? If you're still moving, it's slightly progressing what's in the best status status for the player. So that that's to address the second part. Yeah. And the first part is really tricky. I, I don't know how you don't give him all the touches in the world. I don't know how you can guarantee that. Yeah. But if, I, I don't need Barkley, Joe- but if you say Quan Barkley, how do you guarantee that? Because you, if you're going to meet those numbers, you got to have those touches. In the passing game and in the running game, potentially he could touch the football four hundred times this year, and you know what that's going to get him franchise tag next year. Yeah, but I mean he's going to get the franchise tag next year regardless, and there's no way you can guarantee the touches because each game has a different game plan. That's going to require a certain right. set of skills. So it's not just run it, pound it, or just throw air it out. It, it, it requires yeah, you know, a different set of skills each game. Yeah, because last year he touched the ball. 352 times, 295 carries with 1,312 rushing yards, 10 touchdowns, and 57 catches. Even in modern football. Wait, what were his numbers last year? Say it again. 295 carries, 1,312 rushing yards for 10 touchdowns, 57 catches for a little more than 300 yards. He touched the ball 352 times last year, not including practice. So... (laughs) By those standards, he wouldn't have gotten a million-dollar bonus. He has to play better than what he played last year. I'm not saying. I'm just saying. Because it's 11 TDs. He only had 10 last year. Right. Mm -hmm. And you're saying it's 57 receptions last year. 65 65. for this year. Yeah. And how many rushing yards? 1,300 in his contract. So he got 1,312. Yeah. For a career-high year. Right. That they're – to get those incentives, to get that extra money that he had to literally beg borrow for, that his quarterback didn't have to borrow for because of the position that they play. If he even gets near those numbers, it's going to be used against him. 
That's the easy give, and that's what you're talking about him being stuck. Period. He is completely stuck, but you know what? There's not a damn thing he and other running backs can do about that because that is the business when it comes to the NFL and that position. Keep your calls coming at 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. I want to say Saquon has signed with the Giants. More like the Giants forced Saquon Barkley to sign this deal. But how would you feel if you're Josh Jacobs not getting any money to stay with the Las Vegas Raiders? For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Mornings on ESPN Radio. The New York Giants have signed Saquon Barkley to a one-year deal that could be worth up to $11 million with incentives. Saquon is more valuable to the Giants than he is anywhere else. It feels like a slap in the face for him to have all of a sudden now one-year deal to prove it after he proved a lot. He's Jay Williams. I'm Freddie Coleman. Appreciate you joining us this morning on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. Series X and Channel 80. Don't forget about us on your smart speaker and ESPN. You presented by Progressive Insurance. Before we get to our thoughts on Saquon Barkley and what his contract could mean, for a guy that has left his team and left that city and comes to Josh Jacobs in Las Vegas, what about dudes behind the scenes, Pat Costello? He had an interesting question that I can't wait for everybody to hear about this running back position, money, and why running backs aren't getting paid. It was just, I don't understand why we care about whether or not a running back gets paid. Like, nobody was up in arms when we stopped paying fullbacks, and I just, I don't know. I'm looking for an answer. Why do we care so much if Saquon Barkley gets X amount of dollars or whichever running back, Zeke Elliott, Josh Jacobs? You know what it is? It's that romanticism when it comes to the running back position because, by the way, today is the late Walter Payton's birthday. I, there's no coincidence that this happened, in my opinion, where Saquon Barkley, we're talking about the running back position, being devalued like this on the day that Walter Payton would have been celebrating his birthday if he was still on planet Earth. <laughs> To me, Pat, it's not so much that we care about running backs getting played. We just look at and say, okay, why did it happen? When you talk about the running game being so important in the National Football League, how many times, Jay, have we heard, to help our quarterback, we got to be strong in the running game. If we're going to win football games, we got to stop the running game. But yet, you have the running game, and they don't want to pay guys who excel at it compared to previous years of the Emmitt Smiths the Barry Sanders, the late Walter Payton of the world. So, to Pat, I'll answer this way. It's not so much about caring about running backs getting paid. It's that you keep telling us the running game's important in the National Football League, but you don't want to pay the guys that are very crucial to helping out your quarterback and defense in the National Football League. So defending Nikola Jokic in the NBA Finals is a very crucial thing, right? But you don't see teams going out and paying a lot of money for Dwight Howard anymore. Dwight Howard's playing where? 
overseas. Overseas. Right? And not so happy about it, it either. It's like almost the running back position is becoming what the center used to be in the NBA where the game has changed so much. But, Pat, I think one of the reasons why people are getting pretty angry about this is when you start reading that the NFL has signed a long-term agreement with five media partners, including Amazon, for the distribution of NFL games over television and digital digital platforms, the deal is worth $110 billion. Oof. Right? Over Oof. 11 seasons. From 2023 to 2033. Man. $110 billion. So, once again, I just go back to this golf cart moment with me and Saquon, where you're listening to him, and he's he's like, well, I got Patrick Mahomes, I got Josh Allen, mm-hmm. I got Lamar Jackson, I got Aaron Rodgers, I got Joe Burrow, I got some of the baddest boys in the league that deserve to be paid top dollar. I get it. And my guy, my guy, Daniel Jones, who I rock with, gets two years guaranteed at $80 million, mm-hmm. $40 million a clip. Mm-hmm. But I know that when people look at our team and they say, who is the best player? Who is the spirit leader of this team? Who do we worry about the most? Who is the team the that makes this team go? Yeah. It's me. So where does that show me my value? Right? So I, I think that's what makes it hard for a guy like Saquon from how we recognize him, how we view him as a star right. of the Giants. Nobody views Daniel Jones as the star of the New York Giants. You view Saquon Barkley as the star. But the star gets paid way less than the guy who is a quarterback. And I get what the quarterback position oh, yeah. is rewarding right now. I get right. what the league is rewarding. Right. But that's still, that's a that's a drastic drop-off. And, and if you're Josh Jacobs, where you know you're the star of the team, the Las Vegas Raiders. And they, the guy that used to be the star, they couldn't He's wait no to get out there. of Derek Carr. He's now the New Orleans Saints. So you know you're the dude. And you were the dude last year, even when Derek Carr was there. So now they're hemming and hawing on you. And by the way, Freddie, two consecutive seasons with over 1,000 rushing yards. Last year, one of his best career years, 653 yards, 12 TDs on an average of 97.2 yards per game. Mm-hmm. Come on now. Exactly. Come on now. Yeah, but this is the deal. This is how it is. But, but it, this is how it is. It, the thing that frustrates me about it yeah. is that I don't mind that being how it is, but it can't be how it is for everybody. everybody. Yes. Like, there are certain anomalies, right? It's like, well, this is how it is for all hosts. Well, wait, there's certain hosts in this game that are way better than other hosts. Those hosts should be rewarded. So why are we excluding the people who are anomalies? That's the part that makes you feel cheated as as a fan of the game or as a player. And I get it if you're a fan out there listening to we're doing what makes more economical sense for our franchise. I understand that. But as a former player, yeah. I'm saying oh, these these two are very, very different yes. than the rest yeah, yeah, of the crew. Yeah, yeah, no doubt about that. Tim and I have something to say about this at 888-729-3776. Tim, what you got? Well, actually, uh, can you guys hear me? How you guys doing? Yeah, we're good. Good morning to you, by the way. Yeah. yeah. My question is actually for Jay. Jay had once said that he practiced like hundreds of times his entrance uh, back when he went pro in front of the mirror. I'm wondering how much he practiced saying repital in front of the mirror lately <laughs> to get that word correctly. Oh, he, how much he, he, I, he giving you love to saying the word reputable. Oh, how rep- much he practiced that in front of the mirror? <laughs> <laughs> wow, Tim. Wait, okay, Tim. Shots fired. Yeah. I see you, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> Hey Tim, hold on, Tim, hold on, Tim. Reputable. There you go. Got it. <laughs> Got it. Only Got it. three hours into the show, Tim. I'm here. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> 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 
What else you got, Tim? <laughs> I don't think he needs anything yeah, that, else. That's all. That's all. That's all. That's all you got? All right. You're right. Oh, my God. Yeah. I'm going to start doing that in the morning. Give me my anchorman drops. <laughs> the reputable arsonist has oddly shaped feet. He's, We're building. He's Jay Williams. <laughs> Jay Williams? <laughs> Jay Williams pointed out a player that has as much to do why Saquon can't get paid. We'll tell you why that play has everything to do with him not getting paid next on ESPN Radio <laughs> and ESPNU. Reputable. This is ESPN Radio. More next.